Hi guys, I'm Giuseppe Santamaria, the photographer behind Men in This Town and editor of Mitt Magazine. I want to welcome you to a new episode of Portrait Session, in partnership with Armani Exchange Connected. This podcast takes a closer look at who the men on the street are by bringing them into the studio for a portrait and having a chat about their particular approach to the many facets of life. This week, I connected with Kevin Hunter, a New York expat currently calling Sydney home. His love and appreciation for fashion has led him into the world of creating beautiful images as a stylist, inspired by the magazines he used to flip through as a kid. With gigs at W Magazine and most recently Esquire under his belt, he's now looking to the other side of the world for a new source of inspiration, and in doing so, has discovered so much more about what he's looking for in life. Head over to meninthistown.com to view selects from our portrait session, and in the meantime, I really hope you enjoy the conversation that took place. My name is Kevin Hunter. I'm from Virginia, Richmond, Virginia. I've lived, I went to school in Washington, D.C., and then I moved to New York, and I was there for seven years, and then recently I'm in Sydney now. What were you studying in New York? I went, well, I wasn't studying in New York. I went to college in Washington, D.C. In Washington, right, okay. And so I went to Howard University, and I was studying marketing, and I minored in fashion merchandising. Awesome. Well, yeah, New York yeah. seemed like the obvious choice then for that. It was. Mm. I, 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 it's really interesting because I tried really hard to get a internship in fashion while I was in college, but it just never worked for me. And I was like, why can I not, you know, get an internship? And why are these things not happening the way that like I wanted them to? No, they never do. do um, they? <laughs> it's just like. And I was just like, oh, what am I gonna do? But. Actually, when I graduated college, it's kind of when a lot of things started happening for me. In what way? So I graduated college, and I got I moved straight from Washington D.C. to New York, and I was like, I had my parents gave me three months to figure out what I wanted mm-hmm. to do, and so those three months they were like paying my rent. And that gave me a chance kind of to like figure out what I wanted to do. So what I started doing was I emailed every magazine, every fashion director, every fashion person at every place I wanted to be. I sent out, I felt like it was like over like a hundred emails. Yeah, well, there's enough there, isn't there, to kind of email. And so I started interning for different stylists. And the first place that I actually worked was uh, the New York Post, like page six and I was working with their fashion director and at the time I was like this is so not me like it was a big title to be under isn't it it, 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 I was like an intern there and I was like this is just not what I want to be doing Mm -hmm. and so I was doing that and then I ended up getting I started working retail at J crew so I would go page six in the morning was there and then in the evening from like four to close I would go to J. Crew and work. God. Yeah. God, isn't it? <laughs> it was. And so, but what happened that's really interesting is I was in J. Crew working one day 
And this woman comes in and I was like, oh my God, this is, she's a fashion director at Teen Vogue. And I was like, this is, I was like, I know her, this is Gloria Bauman. I was like, I'm like, started freaking out. Cause mm. I was like, and so no one was really in the store and she was in the kids section. And I was saying, I was like, I have to go say something to her. I have to go say something. So I go up to her and I say, hey, I'm a big fan of Teen Vogue. I would l love to intern for you guys. And she was like, wow, okay. And I kind of think it threw her off guard. And that's kind of where my whole story <laughs> starts. And what kind of, what was the idea of you wanted to do in magazines or in fashion? What was the goal? Like the, the ultimate goal for me and what it is today is that I want to create beautiful pictures. Mm -hmm. Pictures that people look at and they say, oh, wow, this is like amazing, yeah. you know? They're kind of like, I want, I like to make images that transform people. That's like what's important to me. And is that kind of from taking images or kind of styling? Or styling the images, styling yeah, images. styling. But overall, the whole image itself from mm. creative direction, like hair and makeup. I love getting a team together, people that are like-minded and kind of just working on a project. Where does that come from, do you think? Um, that that I interest don't... in kind of doing that. You know what? I think part of it for me is my grandmother is someone who's really, growing up, she was really glamorous. Mm. And so she always had a Chanel bag or a new Louis Vuitton bag. And I would, and I would always see her with these bags and she would have these like beautiful ensembles on. And I'd say like, wow, that's <laughs> like so great. My dad had such great style, but my grandmother had really impeccable style. And growing up, it, she would put me in the best of the best. It was like Ralph Lauren or Tommy Hilfiger. Mm. Um, and she always wanted me to look good. But so there was a direct influence there. Yeah. That's from, it was your family that kind of It was like my you. family that really yeah. influenced me. But they know nothing about fashion. My grandma just was like, this is a luxury bag and I like how it looks. So I want to. They had taste. Then. Yeah. She has they had taste. Yeah. She has good taste. Yeah. And my father has really amazing taste amazing. as well, even till this day. He so, has really, really amazing taste. So is that something that you got your style inspiration as you grew up from your dad? Or how does that kind of, how's your style from when you were a kid to where you are now evolved? I think growing up, what's really interesting is I look back at photos of me and I was always different. I didn't wear what other kids wore. I just always stood, stood out. Mm. Um, and I don't know, I don't know where that came from. It was just in me. Like, I remember wearing, like, my dad's big trousers and, like, cutting them into, like, like capris mm. when I was, like, 12. <laughs> and, like, we would go on vacation and I got this big straw hat. And it was just, I really just liked it. I wore what I, I liked. My aunt spent a lot of time in Africa and she came back with all these different textiles. And I remember, like, going to school just wearing, like, a white T-shirt and jeans, but, like, throwing the, like, the fabric, like, over me, <laughs> you know? And having, like, a Jansport book bag. But that was, like, my little cape. Yeah. So it, that's always just been in me. I've just always liked fashion. That's amazing. Yeah, and yeah. Kind but, of into your teenage years then, how did that kind of keep going? Um, so even in my, like, teenage years, it wasn't – I, I kind of – got a little washed with what my friends were doing. The trends. The and trends what, yeah. and things. But I always like kind of put my own spin on things. But it wasn't really until I got into college, I met, I had a really good friend, his name was Linny. And he was a big 
like influence on me. Um, and he had great, great fashion taste. And I met one of his good friends, this kid, Alex, who actually ended up working at Vogue and like styles for them now. He like influenced me a lot too. In what way? Just because we would go like to Barnes and Noble and read all the fashion magazines, whether it was like Pop, Days and Confused, ID. And this was when I was a sophomore in college, so second year. And I would look at that and that's when I got like introduced to like all the major photographers. Mm. And I was just like, wow, this is, and that's kind of what just set me up for what I wanted to do. So you did get, because I always wonder that with, especially just the, you know, the time that we're living in with online stuff, there is so much inspiration online, but you did kind of see it in the pages of the magazine. Yeah, because back when I was in college, we didn't, I didn't have Instagram. There was like Facebook, but it was really about going into Barnes and Noble and looking at the magazines Mm. and seeing, you know, the ads and that's really what like Vogue Paris was actually a really big one for me. I loved like ID and all that, but Vogue Paris is kind of what like Emmanuel like when Emmanuel Alt like Emmanuel Alt that really like her styling and like Geraldine Santiago that really just changed things for me. Vogue Paris, I was like, wow, this is like that's what did it yeah, for yeah. me. And both in in terms of kind of your love for fashion and kind of seeing women's fashion or your personal style as well? No, no, no. Nothing to do with my personal style, but just my love of fashion. Yeah, yeah. And that's That's kind of where it came from. Okay, so what is your personal style then all about? My personal style, I keep it really simple. So I tend to wear a lot of black. Um, I I do like black jeans, black t-shirt, hoodie. Um... I, I like one thing that I personally, I do wear great jackets. So I love having like a simple, everything simple underneath, like jeans and a t-shirt and then just wearing a statement jacket. Mm. Um, like today I just wore a hoodie and this blazer, which I actually found from like a vintage shop here in Sydney. Um, I didn't bring any of my w- warm clothes here. So yeah. I've just been looking for things. And because everyone told me it didn't get that cold here. Um, <laughs> well, what do you think? And compared to New York standards, it's not. Uh, oh, it's, it's, it's nothing. But I got, know. you know, I get cold here. I'm from Canada and it's really bad there, but I still get cold here. So it's, <laughs> it gets below. Like it, it, it does get cold here. I'm like, it, it gets cold. Yeah. <laughs> I had to buy a big winter jacket and I'm thinking of going and buying another one soon i think the thing is it's when it's the weather generally when it's on a rainy day it's the sun is out it's still cold but you get hot by the sun that's my kind of and today there's no sun so (laughs) yeah so it's a cold rainy gloomy day so it's legit cold and i always wear sneakers um i'm kind of a big fan of the ugly sneaker trend (laughs) so like i either always have on like a running shoe or some sort of Ugly sneaker. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's your? What's your? Some people. Ugly call, choice I hate today. to say that people. <laughs> some people say like, "Oh, this is like normcore," but I don't really feel like it's normcore to me. Mm. I just think it's my look and what I like. I, I, and I don't. And I wouldn't say ugly. And it's and it's simple in the way I like it. Like today, I'm wearing Diadora shoes. A nice kind of neon. Yeah, they're like green. And they're great. They're my favorite shoe. I actually got them as a gift. And 
I wear them all the time. I think it's almost, especially with what you're wearing and just kind of being very black and neutral, then you have that nice yes. bam, which I yes. kind of love, you know? Yes. But I also do, I wear, if I wear accessories, I do do gold necklaces, like a gold watch, like I'm wearing this gold Armani one today. So it kind of all, it, it's just a, a mixture of things, but it's still simple. Yeah. Yeah, most days I wear like six chains. So like I have like six little chains on and they're all always gold. Awesome. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So what then I guess with your style from when you were kind of living in New York earlier, I guess last year, what did kind of bring you here and what has, has your style changed at all kind of being here? No, my style hasn't changed at all. It's kind of been consistent over the past like three years. Mm. I don't. I, I try to keep it the same. I don't, I never like to do too much or wear too much. I don't like to make a statement with mm. my clothes. I prefer to make a statement in the pictures, you know, in the images that I'm creating or the images that I'm styling. Mm. I like to just sit in the background and, you know, kind of like blend in yeah, with yeah. my look. Keep Isn't it that though the, the, the sign of somebody that is in fashion where they don't necessarily wear what they're kind of photographing or be what they're yeah. photographing is but it's just about creating and that's i don't kind of I, love me i don't like to you know wear i'm not going to a fashion show to get my photo taken mm. i'm actually there to look at the clothes and say hey look 17 beautiful dress like i want to use that this way mm -hmm. um that's a refreshing take because especially yeah, with the, the generation like, now it's kind of like it's me, 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 rather than kind of... Everyone wants to be a, a social influencer, and they're all like, take my photo, put it on Instagram, and it's like, I, that's just not my thing. How old are you? Me? Hmm. 29. 29. So you're just, I think, above the generation that is the me, me, me generation. Yeah. What kind of... Who inspired you in this way of working? Where did you get that from? I... Like an industry person or even someone from home? Like, I don't really think anyone kind of, you know what it is? From all of the people that I've interned with or, you know, been around that are big stylists, mm. I look at some of them and they're very simple in the way that how they, you know, dress. And it's kind of like they're there to make the, the pictures. They're not there to, you know, get their photo taken when they go to shows. Mm. Um, so you're getting that inspiration from a style point of view, but yeah. also their work ethic. Yeah. And kind of what That's, they're all about. Seriously. And so the people you work with, really. Yeah, you take, like, even today, Edward Edenfall, who's the, you know, editor-in-chief of British Folk. When he goes to a show, he wears white shirt, black pants, or black shirt, black pants. Mm. It's very simple. If you, if you noticed, most of the major, major editors or stylists, they don't go to shows to get their photo taken, mm -hmm. you know? No. It's because it's kind of like that's not what they're there for. And it's the, it's the creating, really. Yeah. It's the, the number yeah, one yeah. kind of thing. It's th they're there because they look at the clothes and they're like, this is what we want. We're going to use them for. They're yeah. not there to get their photo taken. Yeah. You know? Well, Even like Grace Coddington. Oh, yeah. If you look at her, she's simple. Yeah. You know. She has that kind of that bam with the hair. Yeah, she, she doesn't need anything else. It's just no. like she has that one thing. You know, like someone who I like, I love Camilla Nickerson. Um, she simple as well. So 
that's just my thing. I'm like, I like to play the back and be very, very simple. I think that works beautifully. You know? It, it works for you. Thank you. For you. Thank you. Um, what is your relationship like with your parents? Well, now, you know, my relationship, my, my mother passed away, but the relationship that I have with my father is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he, but I was raised by women. So I was raised by like these amazing, strong women in my family. And I was raised mostly by my grandmother and then my two aunts stepped in and they were always around. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have the best relationship with my mother. Mm-hmm. So I think I learned a lot being raised by these like strong women, yeah, right. you know? Um, and it, what was it with your mother that you didn't necessarily have a good relationship with? Well, it's just, we were just two different people and she had me very young and she was kind of going, she, you know, just was doing her own thing. And I don't think that she was prepared to have a child. Mm. Um, and so it just, we, we never had like a good relationship. So, yeah. And then you your know. father was with your mom or well, separated or? They were they were never together or mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, my father came into my life when I was about like six or seven, yeah. and so when he came in, he kind of really did a good job with raising me. I'll say this: my father always let me be who I wanted to be. Right. So when it came time for me, you know, to wear whatever I wanted to wear, he it's so important. He let me express myself however I wanted. And I think my grand, my grandmother, she did the same thing. She said, wear what you want, be who you want to be. Your dad's mother? Uh, my mom's mother. Your mom's mother. Yeah, she let me do, not whatever I wanted, but just express myself mm. however I wanted. You know, like there are times when I remember growing up, I think I was in like, what, sixth grade? I like had a pink, uh, like Oxford shirt. Mm-hmm. And I'd gotten these paints and like, I was just like painting. And then I was like, I want to paint like on the shirt. And she was like, that's a $65 shirt. Like, (laughs) no, don't paint it. And I ended up doing it anyway. And she got so upset. But then she was like, oh, it doesn't look that bad. And she's like, you're going to have to wear this. Like, you're wearing that once a week. And I kind of was like, I kind of loved it. In sixth grade, and everybody was like, why do you have paint on your shirt? I designed it myself. Is it an art smock? And I was like, no, like. I don't know. This is just I love that. what I want to <laughs> do. You know and what I mean? I, with then with your dad kind of being very supportive and kind of everything um, with kind of expressing yourself, what did you learn from him about kind of what masculinity is all about? Because there's so many different oh, definitions. My of- dad is really like a guy's guy. Yeah. And growing up, he's like kind of just, you know, if whatever you're interested in, do it and pursue and so but he also like introduced me like other things he's like oh if you want to play a sport you should play a sport just wasn't you know it wasn't like oh just be creative and like Mm -hmm. paint on things or whatever he's like there are other things in the world for you to to be rounded well rounded yeah yeah, for sure um in terms of masculinity i just think he kind of showed me how to be a man and you know raise me to the best of his ability and what does masculinity for yourself mean right now though i mean is there there's such a time that everything's kind of being redefined and what being a man is all about 
right now, kind of based off of what you learned, but how you've kind of grown up, what does being a man mean to you? Being true to yourself, mm. you know, just being you, really. Not trying to follow in someone else's footsteps or copy what the next person's doing. Just be yourself. That's simple as that, isn't it's it? It's pretty simple, mm. you know? That's just what I live by. I try not to... <laughs> follow other people it's good and i mean it's good you to kind know? of share that's how you how you live because i think so many people kind of just question it and it's uh, i and I stop look at it simple, and i but. think it's like you know don't think about masculinity like so much just do what you want to do mm-hmm. and be yourself if you feel the need one day to wear a, like a dress or don't let anything define who you are I say this when I have kids. I'm gonna let them express themselves however they want. They mm-hmm. want to. If I have a boy and he wants to paint his nails, you know, hot pink, go for it. If mm-hmm. he wants to have a Barbie car, I don't care. And why is that even necessarily considered a feminine thing? Yeah, you know? that's it's, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's kind of just like, do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Be yourself. That's really what mm-hmm. it is. It's pretty simple. Yeah. I love that. Um, so I guess what you we touched base a little bit earlier about what brings you to Sydney, but kind of what, what's, what are your impressions of being in Sydney and kind of what do you think the future holds for you here? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> deep question. <laughs> I, that's a really deep question because when I came here, I was only originally going to be here for three, three months. And then I said, like, I ended up saying like, okay, I guess I'll stay a little bit longer. Um, and I, now I'm just trying to figure out how to make it work here as a creative. And one thing about Sydney, there, there are not that many resources mm. for stylists. There are not that many publications. Uh, everything's limited. So it's In a bit terms smaller of, compared it's to It's so small. Mm. You're not, everything's a season behind here. Mm-hmm. You're not able to get the best looks. Everyone, you know, in terms of editorial works from one rail what the you know if it's Prada they have like seven looks you get to choose from mm-hmm. I come from being back home in America where it's if you want you know look 17 you can get it yeah all right you know um, but I think here everyone in Sydney has to be creative with what they're doing because there's not that much access and I think I've touched upon that in previous episodes of the podcast is that you have to be very resourceful here. And yeah. it teaches you to kind of do a lot with nothing. Yeah. And then if you bring those traits over... Somewhere else. Somewhere else. I mean, well. you're golden, you know? You could do everything. Yeah, um, for sure. So you're getting a lot of kind of living here. Yeah, I just... I, I don't know what's going to happen. Hopefully, I can start working with brands and do you know, creative directing and styling because that's what I want to do. Mm. Ultimately, I wouldn't mind going back to being at a magazine. Yeah, in um, Australia. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So they're they're there. They exist. But they're closing <laughs> left and right. But yeah. I feel like they're very sta- everything here seems very stable and mm. those those magazines aren't going anywhere. You know, the No, they that's there are the staples that I think will kind of be around for a bit and it's it's just an evolution and things are going to change up a bit, but I think the brands yeah. are quite strong here and there is But I also don't it. know how much longer I'll be around, but in we'll Australia, see. yeah, in yeah. Australia, I I don't know, but right now it's good. I'm enjoying myself. Um, it's nice to be able to experience another place. I mean, that's it the... is. And one thing I'll say, 
me finding inspiration back home in New York is so easy. I'd walk mm. on the street and I'd see someone and I'd say like, wow, that just really inspired me for the day. Or I go to a museum and I'd be like, like, wow, I'm inspired. But here I'm really inspired by the landscape. Why is that? Because it's something just so, so different from what you saw. It's you, so beautiful. Yeah. Mm. And I think when you, like, the landscape and just going to the different beaches really inspires me. Mm. Like, to say, like, oh, I want to do a story at this beach or at this location. Is it something that you grew up with at all? Or no? No. That's why I, I did it. it inspires you. Yeah. You know? I didn't really grow up going to the beach. Mm. Um, we'd probably go to the beach, like, once a summer. Yeah. Here, it's so easy. Like, you can be in Bronte and like from my house in 15 minutes yeah and when you see the Sydney beaches you're completely spoiled by it all it's just it's such <laughs> a beautiful lens landscape mm. I know that magazines like I remember back in the day magazines would like fly here mm. to shoot on Bondi mm. you know what I mean people don't have budgets like that anymore no. but <laughs> it's amazing now that I can kind of just be here and like say oh let's do a shoot at this place it's you fun. know it's good. <laughs> yeah I remember my first day I I went um i went to bondi like my first week here because i really didn't know anything mm -hmm. so i was like went to bondi and i saw bondi icebergs that the pool mm -hmm. and like how the water was like going that is unreal like yeah. from the pool into the ocean and like back and forth and i was like wow i've never seen anything <laughs> like this and you don't see it life. anywhere else like, no just, you don't and it's so European inspiring things. thinking yeah. like oh my god i should do a shoot at this pool like this is so cool yeah See, like, so. I'm not a, a beach person or that type of, oh. more of a city guy, but it always blows me away whenever I'm there, and it's just, you appreciate it. I was, I wasn't really a beach person, no. but when I moved here, I was like, I went to the beach yeah. almost every day. <laughs> I'd be, like, working on set, and then I'd leave, and I'd be like, I need to go to the beach. Yeah. It's just really amazing. Just, like, laying out, oh, it's so It refreshes fun. you. I feel like oh, there's just that, gosh. everything washes over you, and you feel cleansed like it's, it's great just... i really 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 love i love the weather in the mm. summertime it's amazing it is it's gorgeous it's so amazing and i think it just it, you really see it kind of being so close to the water in the people of what australians are like or specifically yeah. sydney siders yes there is yes you know everyone has I, their bad people but there is a nice sense of um calm and relaxed lifestyle yeah know? and i really i love the self surf culture mm. seeing the kids surfing it's so cool because yeah. i don't get that back home so what makes you happy what what's happiness about for, for you the freedom to wake up every day and do what i want to do mm. and not having someone tell you what to do um that's why part of it i i went into fashion i was like I want to be creative and I want to do what I want to do. And so that's why like when you're a freelancer, you know, for me, it's kind of like you get to call the shots in a way. Um, and it's like you get to do the stories that you want to do. No one's like, oh, you have to do this or you have to do that. And that's why I love kind of being a freelancer. Mm. Um, but just kind of free to, like it's doing waking up every day and doing what I want. Yeah. Any little tiny thing, that small kind of activity that, or I don't know, something as like, what's a detail about happiness for you? Like there is a broad kind of idea of what happiness, but is there something that's small that you do every day that is just, you do because it makes you happy? Uh, 
I'll say this. I, 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 I pray every day. Yeah. And that actually like attributes to a lot of my happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, it keeps me like sane. And when I do that every day, my life, it's just life so much better. Mm-hmm. Everything's smooth, like is on course. It's so a that, form of meditation, yeah. isn't it? I mean, yeah. it's just clearing your head. And Yeah. And every morning I try to wake up and I just try to, I'll pray or I'll like sit quiet for at least like five minutes. Mm-hmm. The worst thing you can do when you wake up is like look on Instagram oh my God, or go to it. social media. It's yeah. the worst thing you can do. I really try not to do that. But it's also important to have like a morning routine mm-hmm. is something that I find really important. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, I, I try to like wake up and like pray, like just listen to, you know, the thoughts in my head and then do some sort of like exercise or stretch and you know sit and have a coffee yeah well i have this beautiful kind of like big bay window in my kitchen mm. and i'll go there and i'll have a coffee every morning and that really that sounds nice it's <laughs> that's happiness too for me yeah, yeah. simple and we'll uh, end off with uh one more question uh, what does it feel like to be you right now What's going on in your head? When you ask me that question, it feels great to be me. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to be anyone else. Yeah, yeah. This is a life that I was given, and it's a really good life, and I feel like I'm exactly where I need to be. There's a reason why I moved to Sydney, and I feel like I'm exactly where I need to be. And I'm really, to like, really happy. Hmm. Everything, you know... Just everything's going good for me. Mm. You know, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't worry about work. Like, it just, everything works out. And I always try to stay, so, stay positive because you, you have to. But I'm really happy. Is there a trick to that? Or is it just, like, oh. A trick to my, hap- like, being happy? Just, I'll, you know, I think for me, it's just... There's really no trick. I, I think the thing is that you just have to try to stay positive and try to be happy as much as you can mm. and smile. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a simple what, smile. It's simple. So it's so cliche to say, but it, it's, it's And the so life true. that most of us have is really, really good. Mm. Think about it. Mm. You don't have it as bad as a lot of other no. people. No. And that's why I'm like, why walk around being grumpy? Mm. Why... And I always, for me, everything always works out the way that it should. So. It's the secret. Yeah. It just, yeah. Everything works out the way that it should. If on my Instagram, the, the like, I guess the tag or says the universe has your back. And it really does. I 100% believe that. Yeah. So. And that's why I'm happy because the universe has my back. <laughs> cool. We'll leave that that. Thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Portrait Session. Feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you did enjoy it, which will help other people discover the show. Have a great day, and thanks again for your support. Thank you.